0: So welcome to the Rise of the Super Bean podcast. I'm Vanderson Pires, your host, our producer, it's Callan Walker. And today we have our guest, Ben Warren. I'm super excited to talk with Ben about so many things. We, you know, it's, we are lucky to, love, to have him here today with us. So before we get into, I uh, just would like to share uh, something we posted this week on our Facebook page. So my wife showed me this, this graph and the title of the graph was what i thought would make me productive hard work <laughs> so we shared that on the on our facebook page so if you want if you do like to check this graph it's really interesting it's uh, um so check it out in combat room jiu um the artist was Liz and molly so what's really interesting to see was this graph it's hard work and what Actually, hard work means so it's a combination of so you divide that uh, circle in uh, hard work, um, you know it's a small portion time off it's another another portion right exercise it's another portion of that uh, healthy eating it's another portion, and sleeping another portion of that so it's very important I think we are now. Having more awareness to this idea of, uh, you know, so before hard work is to be just, you know, work, 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 uh, no rest. Uh, and the amount of stress this has been creating all of us, it's, it's massive. So to see the response of everybody online, not only on our Facebook page, but that after, you know, I saw in other people's uh, news feed as well, sharing that, uh, that graph. So that means a lot. I think that brings more awareness to what actually hard work means and the idea of being busy and being productive. It's two different things. So you can be busy by doing nothing, but you can be productive by doing nothing as well. So it's really cool to discuss and to talk more about those things and to bring a little bit more more awareness to, to that. So yes, and this... This whole idea of hard work, healthy eating, it's a massive thing. So, Ben, thank you so much for, for your time. Thanks it's, for having me, man. <laughs> it's a, such a pleasure to have you here. You know, we've been talking for a while now yeah. to, you know, to organize. You're such a busy man. And we finally got this time to get together. And yeah, yeah thank you so much, man. And thank I, I, you for
1: having me. I mean, uh, yeah, i uh, it's a great honor. I, I was just saying, and I was happy to say online that, you know, I, I'm love. I'm a huge fan of your podcast. Some, you know, some of the people you've had on. Uh, I can't ever say the monk's name, but uh, you know, like uh, dedicating uh, his so. life to yeah. finding happiness. Mm-hmm. I was actually just telling the Uber driver as I came here, around you know, that you know how he's dedicated his life to finding yes. happiness, and he found that you know, sex yeah, yeah. and drugs didn't do it for him. Well, they did it for a little while, mm. and and then and then they obviously end up at meditation and becoming a Buddhist monk for twenty five odd years. Yeah, well, it's such what, a, a amazing cool.
0: story. Yeah. Amazing
1: so and then Paul Word, obviously uh, unbelievable. Uh, I've had the pleasure of hearing Paul talk and then Dr. Ian with the end of life specialist so I'm, I'm putting these in because if, if people are listening to my one to listen to me go listen to them because they're, <laughs> they're incredible and uh, uh yeah uh, Ian Ian I actually know Ian's wife and oh. and so yeah and so when I heard Ian talk I didn't know it was Ian's wife uh, and and so when I uh, i'm like my gosh end of life specialist i mean you know when you start in you know for me that's about how i look at what he does right is, mm-hmm. uh, is this transition specialist yeah and yeah. Uh, you know we, we don't tend to think of death too much in in the in the modern western world mm-hmm. and uh, i think there's a lot to be learned from from that right
0: yeah yeah such a yeah a great man you know he you take a special type of people to do the the work oh, he, he, so compassionate hey? yeah yeah so it's oh well, Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ben, let's talk a little bit about you, man. You've been doing uh-huh. lots of cool stuff as well for 15 years. Yeah, I have. I have a I have. cool, cool store. So, uh, Ben Warren, it's the it's the owner of Bipiro. So peer so if you if you're watching you can see <laughs> The <laughs> <Because> cheesy product placement I really appreciate that that's yeah, so no we have been talking about it because it's something I take you know if you know me you you gonna you know me I'm gonna talk about probiotics mm. because I'm really passionate about about probiotics and, and I take that so this is my personal one okay by the way and you know, so you're the owner of the Be Pure. Um, you have a master in holistic nutrition. I do, yeah. uh, You're doing your PhD as well in mental health and nutrition. Yeah, it's
1: just because life's not full enough, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's fill, fill it in some more. That's amazing. And you've been, um, you've been making this transition as well for being you know, a golf coach, yeah, to business owner. So, Ben, yeah. let's start from, from the beginning. So, uh-huh. where, where are you from and how was your
1: your childhood? Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm from just north of London. And mm-hmm. uh, so, it's like a new town just north of London. And um, we were very lucky. We got to live in a the green space out, outside of London. My father commuted four hours a day to work in the city. Mm-hmm. So, a four-hour commute was pretty solid for 25 years so that we, wow. as kids, could... Live in this nicer environment. Went to a school that was, you know, pretty much, uh, pretty much a new town, North London comprehensive. The way that I look at it, and so you, you sort of survived school. If you survived school, you were like, yes, made it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't like, unless uh, you know. So you played sport, and you know, you, you played. Soccer, football—that's all there was. That's the only. We couldn't even get a rugby team up, mm. which, like, I was. Disp- I probably would have been okay at rugby given my build. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> so that was. Uh, and then I got it So it was always sort of football, 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 soccer, obviously. And then I got a knee injury, uh, and the doctor said I, I wasn't allowed to uh, kick football again. Um, and uh, then got in a really bad car wreck that that just changed my life. And so I was kind of uh, trapped under the car and put, put three fingers inside my skull and. Wow. surrendered to God in that moment and mm. um, kind of left my body for a bit and got put back in my body. and How uh, old were uh, yeah. I was two weeks before my 16th birthday. Wow. And that, that pretty much just um, changed my life in that moment. And mm. and in that moment, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm here for a reason. I don't know what this reason is, but whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to try and do as good as I can. And so p- before that moment, I was just kind of a, just a, a kid going through life, surviving life. Mm. And uh, so that event completely shaped my life through since then and and so i i just started trying to do things as good as i can from then and so with my studies i started studying i you know chances are i probably wouldn't have passed high school and i actually got out of high school okay and then mm-hmm. studied and and uh and and i was bought you know kind of bored because i couldn't play football and, and my dad's like well I, you know, why don't you come to golf with me? So my dad's a very keen golfer. And so he gave me a set of golf clubs and I went to golf with him. And, and really quickly, within just a few years, I became a scratch, better than scratch golfer. And um, yeah, got a scholarship to a university, of South Carolina uh, mm-hmm. and uh, went off to play golf and uh, and study experimental psychology. Um, and so I met my wife, who's a Kiwi. And I always kind of joke that, you know, my souvenir from her OE that, <laughs> that, that she, uh, yeah, that we met uh, we met overseas, uh, and uh, natural progression was become a pro golfer. And I started to get some back issues at university. And then, as when I moved away from the coaches and physios, um, my back pretty much just fell apart. I did try for my tour card once, missed my tour card by a shot, which is obviously dev- devastating. Became a pro pro coach, mm-hmm. uh, professional, so made a living from coaching, <clears throat> and uh, and that was going really, really well. Uh, but my back was still pretty much a mess. And so I, then I went on a course to learn about optimal joint mechanics, so biomechanics, looking at, you know, where your joints need to sit for optimal joint expression and health for golf swing. Mm-hmm. And I met a lady who looked at me and said, Then I can see you've got a bad back. And I was like, oh, yeah, how do you know that? And she's like, and so you've got a twist in your pelvis, you've got a scoliosis in your spine, you've got one shoulder higher than the other. When you were swinging the golf club just then, your transverse abdominal muscles not firing at all, you got – your back's trashed. And I was like, mm. wow, that, that's impressive. Now, I knew most of that. I was seeing an osteo, a chiro, all Black's physio, um, a massage therapist. And uh, and anyway, she then said something that changed my life. She said, yeah, it looks like it's driven by a food intolerance.
2: Mm. It
1: looks like it's dairy. Mm. And I looked at her and like – you're nuts. Like, yeah. how, how can a food intolerance give me a bad back? And she's like, well, you've got shared nerve innovations from your, for, for your from your spine, for your small intestine, and then also your um, the muscles that stabilize your pelvis. So if you start putting getting a pain circuitry on that small intestine, you're going to shut down these muscles that stabilize your pelvis. And I was like, huh. And and I'm like, well, what, what makes you think it's dairy? And she goes, well, you don't breathe very well through your nose. Your head's migrated forward, so you can breathe better through your mouth. Mm. And that's really common with people who have problems with dairy. And so I was still fairly skeptical and I was like well surely there must be a test that I could take and she's like yeah you need to do an IgG IgA ELISA blood test specialist test that has to go to America to see if your body's building immune molecules to the food you're eating and so I was like great let's get one of them got one of them a number of weeks later it came back that I had a very severe immune response to whey protein which is obviously a protein found in dairy so I cut out cut out dairy products Uh, my back didn't get better straight away but what happened within about two weeks is that the asthma that I'd had since I was about six years old mysteriously disappeared Wow. And, and so at that point, I was like, I thought I was a smart person. And, <laughs> and I'm like, how did I not know this? How did I not know yeah. that the food I was eating had such a dramatic impact on how I felt? Mm. And I was like, how does everyone not know this? <laughs> i like, how is this, this is just like not common knowledge that, that the food you eat affects how you feel? Mm. And uh and so that was it. It turned off this insatiable desire to hit golf balls and turned on an insatiable desire to understand the human body. And yeah, and so I went and trained through one of the top health informants institutes in California under Paul check an unbelievable guy, mm. absolute freak of a man. And um and then end up getting a masters degree in nutrition and yeah oh. so that was uh, so that's that's kind of been it and so over the last sort of 15 years been really delving super deep into i guess physiology biochemistry nutrition mm-hmm. and then also um also emotional health and spiritual health mm-hmm. um and so particularly the last uh, few years it's been a lot more personally centered in the emotional health and and spiritual health aspects because For me, um, the brain, what you're thinking, well, we know that whatever you're thinking about is lighting up in your brain and your hypothalamus is looking at what's lighting up and then it's telling your body's, your pituitary gland and the rest of your body's physiology to respond to what's lighting up in your brain. So it doesn't matter whether it's real or not. If it's lighting up in your brain, your body thinks it's real. Mm -hmm. So if you're trying to be healthy and you've got unhealthy thoughts, your body's Mm. physiology is not going to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And, And so you have to start dealing with the mind level and then and then, obviously, when you start dealing, dealing with the mind level, there's things that happen that you no matter what you think, you can't feel better, mm-hmm. like somebody dies, yes, right, yeah, and so then you have to have a spiritual model to make yourself feel better mm-hmm. and so if if no other reason like i mean there's a lot of reasons good reasons to have a spiritual model, but you know if no other reason, why not have a spiritual model to make yourself feel better so mm-hmm. so um for me, it kind of was full circle and brought me back around um to then really exploring. And trying to understand um, my car accident, mm-hmm. as to what did this mean, and what does that mean for life? So mm-hmm. that kind of gives you my life in a nutshell. There it is. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that's super interesting.
0: So when did when did
1: you move to New Zealand? Then I uh, moved to New Zealand. I think it was '98. Yeah, mm. 98. So I've been here yeah, 22 mm-hmm.
0: years. Yeah. And so, so you started a bit pure here, right?
1: In yeah, I started in New Zealand. Uh, in, in, uh, basically, they, they joke it was under the stairs at a gym in Havelock North. Uh-huh. So Peak Fitness, it wasn't actually <laughs> under the stairs, but it was an office that could have been under the stairs because uh-huh. it was like kind of that sort of big. So yeah, I just started, just started um, one-on-one, just helping people. And then um, and then I, I I kind of was like, the essentials or fundamentals that I talk about are... are I just believe so much in them, like you know, just hydration, mm-hmm. s- sleeping, eating the right foods for you to stabilize your budgetly, whole food diet. These these kind of fundamentals, ex- exercise. Um, that I was like, you know, I was getting bored of telling the cl- my clients, you know, six times a day individually. This is what you need to eat, and so I'm like, well, let what, what I'll do, we'll do a Thursday night evening class, and and um, you can come on a Thursday night, and we will spend two hours, and we'll do it as a group. And it, it'll be way cheaper for you. And I only have to say it once. This is more. That's awesome. This is going to work. And uh, and so so I started doing evening classes, and then and and they they were going really well. And then people were like, you know, it'd be really great if I could just come for a weekend and learn this all on a weekend, so that I don't have to come every Thursday night and we just get it done in intensive. So then we started doing weekend seminars. And so those weekend seminars really grew over a period of 18 months. I put, uh, three and a half thousand people through a weekend seminar in Hawkes Bay. alone. So pretty much anyone who was interested in health, um, had had come and done my weekend seminar uh-huh. and so we basically started we saw a bell curve of people coming and then it dropped off because we'd pretty much hit everybody in Hawke's Bay who was interested in health at that time uh-huh. so this is going back 12, 13 years ago uh-huh. and um and so then I started um and obviously you know series of burnouts and stuff like that because uh you yeah, know i'm 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 a recovering workaholic mm, uh, yeah. and and i mean you know well, being a workaholic you know obviously the most socially acceptable addiction in the modern world yes. and <laughs> and so i uh yeah and so a number of burnouts and stuff so i then put the program online and then started going to to, striking out to Palmerston north or taupo and and to do seminars and yeah so those seminars have now just grown and grown and so these days it's generally national tours and we you know we sold out to papa at 700 um last year which was just just the craziest thing ever i mean just like you see 700 people coming to papa and you're like they're here for wow. a nutritionist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, what are they? It's incredible. Uh-huh. It's unbelievable. Yeah, and so um, yeah, so so these days I, I do a lot of talking, mm. <laughs> which I love, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, and and so. The seminars are kind of a, a a big part of of my life mm. and and life at pure for me and uh, they're they're a lot of fun. That's amazing. Yeah, one of
0: the things I read about you and you know I I really like it because you know I I get inspired by it. so it's me and on a, a mission. Yeah. Know, it's, it's that's you. <laughs>
1: it, it 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 really is. Uh, and, um, yeah. It, 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 well, it, I say it really is. It really has been. Um, mm. I, I'd like to think I'm. I'm changing now, and I'll come back to the, to the analogy, the the the, the, the Facebook thing that you've got up at the uh-huh. moment. Like, work hard. So mm. that, that was me. Like, so for me, for many years, um, I used to just whip myself. Mm. Like, come on, go go. And and I, I I I've been a big practicer of mindfulness and awareness uh-huh. um, for a long time, and so I used to use the mindfulness though to 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 see where I was weak, mm-hmm. so I could then work harder. Right. right. Which is just gave me an excuse to whip myself more. Uh-huh. And then, and I was working with an incredible psychologist, Anna Fries, and she was like, Ben, you know, if you had a really good racehorse, would you just keep whipping it?
2: Mm. And I'm
1: like, mm. no. Mm. <laughs> and, but I'm like, I don't know any other way. And she's like, well, what really, you got to do is you got to see what the racehorse needs and you got to stop and listen and feel. And see what the racehorse and then give the racehorse what it needs. I love that. To, Super powerful. Mm. To get to the next level. Yeah. And so then, you know, so then I was like, so rather than like pushing emotions down or denying myself mm. or, or, you know, these things that we do to be successful, mm-hmm. I, I started looking at well, why do I actually want to do it? You know, look inside and, and start connecting in and having self compassion for these things. Mm-hmm. And then you actually start then seeing what you actually need to be successful mm-hmm. and then you can give yourself what you need as opposed to whipping yourself so what I learned through that process is that um, you know, mindfulness is obviously really important but self-compassion yes yeah. you need equal amounts of self-compassion because otherwise you just become super aware and then you just can I swear you just beat the yeah, shit yeah, you, can, you, just beat, you just beat the shit out of yourself more yeah. because you've got more fuel <laughs> because you're more aware uh-huh. and so you actually then you know so I, I for many years for about 10 years I, I, I had a lot of awareness but not a lot of self-compassion and and so i whipped myself pretty hard mm-hmm. which you know which you know you sit, i sit back now and it's like wow you know you've know, got an incredible company and, and we've done a lot but um you know there's a cost to that always of course mm-hmm. and it's a double edged sword so i'm just i'm just putting that out there as as you know like the work hard thing yeah and, yeah. and obviously there's these other these other aspects so the the sleeping mm. the eating the healthy diet uh the, these these aspects uh, will make the boat go faster
0: Mm, yeah because amazing I saw your transformation I, I watched this this week uh, your TED talk-huh yeah, super interesting. I love it. I love when you show the the you know it's what's it's a sad thing but it's I think it's a really good way to bring awareness to us about the you know the increasement of um, obesity Sure. you know and, uh, yeah. and, and it's and shocking you know to see that and yeah. um, you know and you know you show a picture of yourself as well and when you were dealing with the inflammatory injuries. You know? Yeah. So can you explain, so w- what's the inflammatory injury and how your body was, you know, was dealing with
1: that I was back inflamed, then? you know, and oh. most people are inflamed. Um, and, you know, they're inflamed from for a lot of reasons. I mean, oh, my gosh. They're inflamed. You know, we've got the perfect storm at the moment in mm-hmm. the modern world uh, that's driving inflammation, and and obviously, you um, nutrition is my hammer. So that's that's what I use to kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> swap these things down. So but yeah, our diet in the modern world is 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 just so pro-inflammatory, whether that's from the amount of sugars we're eating, whether that's from the amount of processed grains and gluten that we're eating, whether that's from the excess omega-6 fatty acids that we're eating that drive inflammation, not enough omega-3 fatty acids to control inflammation, whether that's from not enough of the mineral and vitamin cofactors we need to control um some of these biochemical processes within our body Mm -hmm. yeah so we're we're pretty much in 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 the perfect storm Mm. of of inflammation and and you know we see that obviously inflammation for some of your listeners you know they've heard the word but it's it's really collateral damage by your immune system how do you know if you've got it well if you've got achy joints you've got increased inflammation if you've got mental health issues like depression is an inflammatory disease Mm, that's yeah. super interesting yeah, yeah so yeah. people don't people mm. don't even think about you know i'm feeling a bit bit depressed and and or a bit blue and i mean don't get me wrong that's a natural part of life but um you know my goal is to improve people's experience of life
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's that's you know why i started be pure and that's why i do what i do is how do we improve people's experience of life and so some of these fundamental aspects controlling inflammation. If you're not sleeping enough, you're going to be more inflamed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If you're exercising wrong for you, you're going to be more inflamed. If you've got increased stress levels, you're going to be more inflamed. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like you know these fundamental things. If you're not you're not recovering enough between your exercise, you're going to be inflamed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's 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 about having you know these these base fundamentals in place. Um, these essentials for me, I call them essentials. the that that. Yeah, so in the, in the moment in the modern world, unfortunately, for for many of us, and it's challenging, you know. Like it's, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect. Um, <laughs> I'm not perfect. I, I'm, I am actually been working very hard on being less perfect. Yes, um, because perfect is just whipping yourself more. Yes. which doesn't get you there. Yes, um, <laughs> you've got to actually stop and I'm go. The symbol. Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> mm, so true
0: so ben what's so you you mentioned uh, sugar you know being one of the the, the biggest cause you know what yeah. else
1: what what other type of um, uh, foods. Foods, yeah. I mean, really we're looking at the um the three main ones are obviously gonna be anything that's got a lot of processed sugar in it. So sugar, you start mm. feeding the unfriendly bacteria in the gut, they release a, a molecule that um, of their metabolism called lipopolysaccharide, which breaks the junctures in the gut. Mm. So then um our body starts losing differentiation between kind of um what's you and what's not you, essentially. So You get an elevated immune response Mm -hmm. from there. So uh, let me say that in a perhaps clearer way, uh, is that your immune system will start tagging the food you're eating as as an invader. And so then you get an increased inflammatory immune response to that. And so then the immune system talks to the whole body, and so you then get systemic immune response, elevated chronic inflammation. So that's one mechanism, just giving you. There's a number of mechanisms that sugar mm-hmm. is problematic. Um, and so then processed grains. So, so like gluten. So, gluten containing the bread we're eating now is just nothing like the bread mm-hmm. your grandmother was eating. All right. So, w- due to the hybridization of grains, um, we, we, we have a lot more gluten in, in, in wheat. And, and not only that, they've, in, in hybridizing grains and making grains disease resistant, Resistant, they unknowingly have increased the lectins. So, lectins are a molecule that plants make make plants make to stop insects from eating them. And so, what what's happened is in making the plants disease resistant, it looks like they've made it human resistant as well. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, so that, so that we can't eat it either. Mm. Uh, and, and so, uh, and so, uh, in you know, a lot of research coming out, sort of looking at this lectin based protein toxicity um, from the foods, and so. For me, that's a bit. If my recommendation around gluten is, if you've got anything at all wrong with you, I would be recommending going gluten free. Anything at all wrong, and it's quite funny because I say that at seminars, and then sometimes somebody will come up to me and they'll go, you know, oh, I've got a, I've got a Hashimoto's, which is a, you know, underactive autoimmune thyroid condition. Do you think I should be off gluten? And I'll be like, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> like, like, and uh-huh. I mean, like, if, just give it as an example. Every case of underactive or overactive thyroid we've ever seen, gluten has been a problem. Mm. and so gluten would be an, uh, another one and then you've got your processed packaged food modern western diet so a lot of these emulsifiers um, and some of these chemical constituents they're putting in there highly been shown to be um, very disruptive to the gut membrane mm. and, then, uh, and because you know, 80 odd percent it's 80 to 90 percent of your immune system is located in the gut and the digestive system because this is, this is the easiest way to get a pathogen into your body is to eat it Mm -hmm. Okay, and so this is why most of our immune system's in our gut, because our immune system's looking at the food we're eating, going, is that food? Is that protein, particularly the proteins? Is that protein food, or is that protein a virus or a bacteria? Mm Because viruses and bacteria are just proteins too, Mm -hmm. and so our body has to differentiate between the proteins that are food and the proteins that are viruses and bacteria. But if we if we're eating molecules like emulsifiers that are that are damaging our our gut membrane. We then start getting a lot of foods, getting into the bigger proteins that haven't been broken down into the, into the bloodstream where the immune system will start tagging them as an invader. Mm-hmm. And, so, uh, and so then you get an elevated immune response. And so that could you know, obviously be joints. It could be then your immune system starts looking for proteins in the environment that are, that are, that are more threatening or dangerous. So you, know, so you get hay fever. Because you know, why is your immune system responding to pollen, mm-hmm. which is a plant protein? okay breathe it in so for me when i was asked asthma i went and saw the asthma specialist in the uk and they were like ben you're allergic to dust mites well we lived in a thatched cottage we had i had no chance There was dust mites everywhere right (laughs) and 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 so why is my immune system so upregulated it's it's responding to a dust mite which is you know like a a little 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 protein Mm -hmm. uh, animal protein and so um and so yeah, we're getting this upregulation, which is then driving this immune response systemically. And so um, it's mm, yeah, it's those main reasons. Those wow. are the. Main. There's other reasons. I mean, I can get into other reasons like low vitamin D, low zinc, low vitamin A. These are all uh, you know nutrients that are essential for gut health mm-hmm. and we're very deficient on, in them so 84 percent of new zealanders are deficient in vitamin d that's at like 18 animals um wow, that's a lot it's huge and so if you haven't got enough vitamin d vitamin d controls the ch- juncture and tightness of the uh, junctures in the gut so if you haven't got enough vitamin d you're going to get a loose gut anyway mm-hmm. uh and, and zinc again very very important and many many people zinc deficient and so um Here's a lot of reasons. Again, modern world. So it's the food we, you know, not only is it, it's an absolute perfect storm, we're eating the wrong foods. Plus, the foods we're eating haven't got the nutrients in that they used to have. So we're not actually getting the nutrients that we need for our body to kind of operate. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So Ben, so what's the, so in the opposite hand, so what's the, what are the foods could help uh, yeah to combat the the
1: inflammation process yeah so foods you know uh, let let's let's start with like the, the, the I guess the most basic things is eating a whole food diet mm. so eat, literally eating whole natural foods as they're presenting in nature I'm mm-hmm. um, sorry the the gluten bread thing is probably the only thing that's kind of on the side so you eliminate that mm-hmm. but whole natural veggies meat veggies meat some fruit. You know, mm-hmm. nuts seeds that's good okay so you know that that's and you know I'd, I'd like to think that most people who are eating a healthy diet are doing that right uh, and so then you can start really looking at um if you if you do have a lot of joint pain like rheumatoid arthritis you may want to like eliminate the nightshade family and so that would be uh so you asked what we could add in and i'm eliminating again um <laughs> <laughs> let me let me go back yeah. uh, and so i want to add in so for edges. Uh, and so you can you know things like um, specialist molecules like ginger or turmeric mm, okay so I love that. yeah yes. so you know, mm. both of them uh, lots of good research showing that they're very anti-inflammatory mm. and, and they help turn off this inflammatory cascade omega-3 fatty acids you know we can get them from from foods grass-fed animal meats free-range eggs um from walnuts and chia seeds and flax seeds uh, but but I, i'm a big fan of getting them from pre-made versions which are from animals like fish oil Mm -hmm. okay so plenty of omega-3 fatty acids is going to be something we can add in as well to help control this inflammatory process Mm -hmm. and so it really is a combination of not only um what what you want to take out it is probably more about taking out the wrong stuff Mm -hmm. and then and then trying to put the good stuff back in
0: Mm. so ben what's your favorite food kind of the food if you could uh, you know have every day you'd make yeah
1: um... yeah uh, okay that's that's all right, so I, I I get asked that a lot, and, uh. and I have to, I'm gonna have to ask you to be more specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and the reason being is if I'm answering from a nutritional perspective, so I get uh. asked like, um, you know, if I could only eat one food for the rest of my life, what would I eat? And so if I was answering that from a nutritional perspective, yeah, I'd it's for say, a health Yeah, I'd, I'd say beef liver. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, cause it's, because it's the most most nutritional, yeah. you know, it's got the most B vitamins and stuff like that, you know, like right. so. So, that's the most nutritional, Um. you know, it would be you know, that and kale, yeah, <laughs> of course. Right? So, kale is the number one nutrient dense plant food, um, uh, but you know, like the thought of eating beef, liver, and cow for the rest of my life, I, I actually it's... pretty much tried to do that for two years. Um, Did you? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, I got really sick of it. <laughs> I, I used to be um, really 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 anal about food like Uh, um when i reach i used to be like 82 kilos so like right now i'm like 98 mm -hmm. and um and and so i have actually trying to go the other way right now i'm trying i'm Uh trying to um be okay with and and this has been a journey like be okay with actually eating health foods that are not healthy Mm -hmm. if it makes me feel good i'm gonna eat it yeah so 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 then if you just ask me what's my favorite food uh uh, i'm i'm gonna then go to probably like uh God, <laughs> I, I think it's got to be an avocado smash, like an oh, yeah. avocado smash oh, on, a, okay. on a really, really good, like either midnight baker or OMG bread, which is like gluten free and really heavy mm, grainy um, bread. Um, yeah, with you know some peas and some ducker on top, and uh, yeah, I think maybe a, a poached egg. Uh-huh. That, that, i think that that yeah. that, that <laughs> sounds I, I enjoy that. So we we, we you, you probably know i, I live on a you know, 15 acre organic permaculture designed farm uh-huh. uh, where we grow about 80% of the food we eat and so our avocado trees um, are, are really beginning to flourish. So uh, if any of you can, can grow avocado trees, plant
0: an avocado. Oh uh, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> that it, it is one of the ultimate joys of life to be able to line up like 10 days worth of avocados because it's one of the f- few sort of fruits that you pick ripe, uh, pick, uh, yeah. pick unripe, and uh-huh. then they ripen off the tree. So you, you, you pick them and then you can just line them up. And, and, and so then you've got, uh, and, and, then, and then, so you've got a perfect, always got a perfect avocado there, uh, which is, you know, that's one of the few pleasures in life. You know, yeah, yeah. money can't buy that.
0: <laughs> I, I, I love money, it. money can't
1: buy no, the perfect no. <laughs> avocado. I love
0: you say that because I must have maybe ten avocado trees on my on my garden. Yeah, I'm gonna show you later. Love
1: it. Well <laughs> done, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, wow, you're growing avocado down here. Is it because yes. you're close to the water? I, I would have thought you would have get frosts that would knock them because the mm. frost hits them. Yeah, it's
0: a little bit more, you know, special attention. But I'm I'm yeah. getting there. I'm learning about.
1: <laughs> oh, that's sensational, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm gonna show. You. What else do you grow on, on your farm? Okay, what else? we grow so uh oh my gosh um pretty much that's 80% man it's a it's huge a really good huge, yeah. huge um so yeah, all you all your all your pit fruit stone fruit so all your you know apples mm. full range of apples from early mid to late season uh, all the way from cookers i've got a monty surprise which i'm very proud of monty surprise is a, the apple pectin in monty surprise uh, massive research going on for its anti cancer properties so a lot of anti cancer properties of apple pectins mm. so the monty surprise is as the apple pectin is particularly special so it's a big mm. big cooker um and so um and then you all know, your I have to just think about me eating them, and then I then I can come up with them. <laughs> so, obviously, cherries, uh, blueberries, boysenberries, raspberries, um, um, strawberries, uh, and then um, uh, uh, let's go with um, apricots, nectarines, mm. peaches, um, figs, macadamias. Um, going along, kiwi fruit. and Now I'm walking along the terrace. Grapefruit, oranges, uh, lemons, limes. Um, yeah I oh, mean, amazing that's yeah and so that's that's kind of like we got a food forest so I, I wanted to plant a food forest um so that my kids can literally just wander around the farm and go oh oh so you can literally just wander and go eat yeah, yeah. um and and so that's what we're doing You're like it's it's great you can see, we've got a big berry enclosure we had to build a berry enclosure because the birds like to they, they get to the berries before you. They're very clever. Mm. And uh, and so, uh, but, you know, sometimes I'll lose my youngest daughter for a while and you'll be like, where's Macy? And she'll just be down in the berry enclosure and she'll just come back kind of covered in berries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and go, or you go picking berries, you go pick berries. And, uh-huh. she, you know, we have a bu- little, little basket each that we fill the berries. She has no berries in her basket. <laughs> we've been there an hour <laughs> my basket's like over four because she's just been eating them uh-huh. so that one for the basket one for me and so um, that's really special uh-huh. you know? and so that's then we've got amazing, massive amazing. veggie gardens oh. so we've got um, one, two, three four main veggie gardens um, we dug up the lawn when we got there and and put in put put, put veggie garden in obviously herbs um, all that stuff um, we've tried growing grains but grains you know we don't tend to eat a lot of grains anyway mm-hmm. um, or, or Try not to, um, you know, they're yummy, mm-hmm. we all know that, yeah, um, <laughs> but I try not to eat too many of them, um, they just make me fat really fast. Mm. And, um, but we have grown some quinoa and, and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, at the moment, we, d- we don't do any grains or anything like that, so yeah, yeah so potatoes and then all, all, your, all your veggies, all your veggies, mm-hmm. yeah, that's amazing.
0: Hmm. So, Ben, I'm gonna make a statement here, i hear I'd like you to comment about it, sure. So, um, so the major disease, the major problems we have starts on our, on our gut, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, and I'd like you to, to talk about the difference. So what's prebiotic and mm-hmm. probiotic? So people can sure.
1: educate. More yeah, about. You're absolutely right. Ransom. so like the, the gut, is 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 one of the keys to health mm. you, you know and and so many people have got gut problems in today in the modern world because of the foods we're eating yeah and so <clears throat> prebiotics and probiotics are both very beneficial so um i'll start with probiotic first if that's mm-hmm. okay uh, so probiotic is a, a bacteria that has uh, has to have has been shown to have a, a known benefit for the human health mm. All right. so these these are beneficial bacteria so you know probiotics you know the, there are foods that are natural food sources of probiotics so yogurt you know, lactobacillus acidophilus, Um, you know, fermented foods, any any kind of fermented foods like sauerkraut can be, you know, fantastic source of probiotics. And, you know, these probiotics may not actually get through the stomach, they may get killed, but even dead beneficial bacteria has been shown to have a beneficial effect.
0: Right, ah, that's interesting. Yeah,
1: so so some people get hung up, like, oh, they're not going to work, but even the, the dead beneficial bacteria has been shown to have an effect. And then prebiotics prebiotics are the foods that feed the beneficial bacteria. Mm. Okay, so you know, the, the standout performance in these are they're going to be the legumes, your beans, uh, you know, beans and, and lentils, they you know, and then garlic and onion. Uh, but you know, there's a big list, like nectarines are uh, also a prebiotic,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and so basically, you, you're eating a, a whole food diet, so it's not only about Having the right beneficial bacteria there, but it's then about feeding them, mm. and so you can actually change your microbiome quite quickly, depending on when you change your diet. So if you can change your diet, you actually change your microbiome, and so the microbiome, um, we're looking at eighty to ninety percent of your serotonin being produced in the gut. Mm,
0: that's um, yeah, yeah, that's,
1: and so a, and so. You, that, now, serotonin is a big molecule. It doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier, but, but the precursors to serotonin do. And so the, the beneficial bacteria are making the molecules that really control how we think and feel. Mm. And so our foods are directly impacting what we're eating, are directly impacting how we think and feel. And I mean, this is kind of moving more into my sort of PhD field, where I'm looking at you know, n- n- food, nutrients, and anxiety, Um, specifically I'm looking at nutrients and anxiety but you know I've got a real interest these days um, in in how do we feel better Mm -hmm. on all levels and so you know nutrition is a very very simple easy way for all of us to to feel better from eating all right and I think you know I, I, I asked this you know the, the i've asked this question to thousands of people um and the answer is always the same you know and i'll ask you you know have you ever ever had a, a week we've eaten really well i mean obviously you had many weeks mm. we've eaten really well but, <laughs> <clears throat> but uh I try. <laughs> you try i know okay good so how do you feel from eating really well for a week how do um, you feel amazing yeah. Feel good yeah amazing. have you ever had a day where, you, where you've eaten like shit mm, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's okay good <laughs> H- how did you feel Yeah, pretty bad. (laughs) Pretty bad. And I love it because it's It's there to know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's exactly what the research is. There's a lot of good research Mm. around whole food diets, Mediterranean diets, and impact on mood, impact on suicide, uh, impact Mm -hmm. on these things. And we know that the better people eat, the better they feel. Mm -hmm. The worse they eat, the the trouble is, the challenge is, is that we are hardwired to hunt and destroy sugar, salt, and fat. Mm-hmm. And we're hardwired for survival for those three yeah. okay uh, mm-hmm. Sugar because sugar is generally found with nutrients in nature. Mm-hmm. okay So the sweeter a peach, the more nutrients we have. Um, salt as an electrolyte, very, very essential you know white gold He's, you know, before it was a commodity mm-hmm. very, very important. okay And then fat for calories. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're, we're chemically hardwired for survival for sugar, salt and fat. okay it, When we eat, actually eat sugar, salt and fat, it releases dopamine, our feel good, reward neurotransmitter Mm. and so we're actually you know but in the modern world it's really easy to get enough sugar salt and fat right and the food manufacturers they probably don't know the the biochemistry behind that but they just know that hey you put sugar salt and fat in it people are going to like it they're going to buy it (laughs) you know you only got to you know friday night you got to drive drive downtown and drive past you know fast food restaurants and people are queuing up for that dopamine hit Mm. <laughs> you know? They're que- queuing up to feel good, yeah, which and, yeah. and then you go down the bars, and they're queuing up to feel good in other ways. Mm. Um, and and so, uh, oh, so true. Yeah. You know, like and and so we're working against you know, and which is fine because for me, I guess part of empowering people around nutrition and feeling good is just understanding that, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And sometimes you feel like shit and want to go eat a burger. Yeah. That's fine too. Uh-huh. You know, cause yeah. at the end of the day, it's, it's what you do for most of your time that counts. So it's 80, 20 rule. So I, I got a thing. I got a, I got a thing that, um, I think moderation is the next extreme diet. because you know like i'm going plant-based no i'm going keto you know i'm going to trump you i'm going to go carnivore (laughs) you know and 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 so So like moderation is actually the next extreme diet because you know all these other diets all you're doing and i've been there and i've helped you know hundreds if not thousands of people with you know various forms of eating disorders Mm -hmm. um is that all you're doing is whipping yourself like it's, it's just another form of self punishment really mm. and so you've got to really just ask the question what 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 do I really want and I mean obviously what we really want is to love yourself, which is mm. you know, much easier said than done yeah. um, <laughs> and so um, uh, yeah and so I, so people are, you know, using these use and a lot of identity as well attached to these types of diets, whether it's plant food, vegan, or, you know, I was vegetarian for six years and, or, or, you know, ketogenic or kind yeah. And so like moderation is, 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 the new extreme diet. And so like, if you, what you're doing for 80% of the time, and I just want to tell you listeners and you know, yeah, yeah. people watching online is like, it's okay. It's okay. You, you know, just, you're doing well life's not easy (laughs) doing well go easy on yourself yeah yeah Yeah, try and eat mostly whole foods Mm. and if you do trip over and a croissant lands in your mouth that's okay too yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome just gonna get
0: you know a little um observation on what you said why do you think it's so hard for us to love love ourselves Oh my what's, gosh! What's
1: missing on wow. this process? That's a great question. What's missing in the process? Why is it hard for us to love ourselves? Um. I I I I think I think it's hard. I believe that it's hard to love ourselves because we're looking in the wrong place.
2: Mm.
1: That's you. We're looking for this. We're looking for love in our action not necessarily in our actions but in this in this physical form Mm -hmm. and the only for me the 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 true love is the love from the universe that the universe gives us or god or whatever you want to call it Mm -hmm. um that that's the true love because you only got to look around and it's abundant we're loved Mm -hmm. look we got a roof above our head we got a floor Mm -hmm. under our feet there's food Uber drive, drove me here. Wow, that's love from the universe, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's everywhere. It's just so everywhere that we—it's so blatantly obvious that we don't see it. And so, don't get me wrong, I'm—I'm um, I'm still, you know, working through that myself, and and uh, in a big way. But for me, the more I can stay connected to um, the abundance of the universe, and and like how lucky we are just to be here mm-hmm. and experience this. Um the more love I feel, mm. and uh you know for me i 've got a i 'm very clear that I do what i do um because of my love of helping people and and i you know love and connection is what makes me feel good i've 've kind of got clear on that, and I, I actually think that f- just about for everybody that 's what they 're looking for is love and connection mm-hmm. and so um and so this is my way of loving and connecting is is and contributing is through talking about diet or talking about, um, you know, talking about some of these other things, you know, around the mental aspects or spiritual aspects of of, of feeling good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, how about you? I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> Had, how, well, the question was, how, how do you love yourself? Is that what you said? Or, yeah, or, why why it's so hard? Why it's so hard? No, yeah, I'm curious to know your answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um. Good question. I think... Um. Yeah, has this uh, I was talking you know the other day I was talking to one of uh, one of my students and she's she's a you know it's a woman and we were mm-hmm. talking about um, for example, I asked her about uh, you know which, which age is the peak for a woman you know, s- you know feel confident about yeah. themselves you know and uh, I just read in one of the papers I'm doing at university you know and they did a research and they said about the peak for a woman it's when they are nine years old. And after that, it's just you know, it's it's downhill with oh the my self. Oh yeah, Exactly, and uh, I was shocked with that. That's so it, sad. Yeah, yeah, and um, and you know, and why the you know why is the, why this reason, right? This amount of pressure from um from the society, from the magazines, from the TV, for what they expect you to be to become, mm-hmm. and I and I think this creates this, this massive um, necessity of becoming something we are not. So we pretend, um, you know, sometimes being someone we are yeah, not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for the sake of uh, yeah. being accepted. Absolutely. And, you know, and all those things. And I think it does. It's, uh, because when we start to fight with who we really are, uh, we create this distinction and we don't accept who we are. And I think that's when the 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 problem that's starts. when the problems come yeah, yeah because we start to create that that resistance right that friction yeah, absolutely and i think we when we start accept who we are and i mean with the good and the bad absolutely
1: <laughs> yeah yeah you're human right
0: i'm yeah i'm human having experience it's not just an instagram yeah. account here yeah. <laughs> 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 i love that i love that so true you know and um and understanding you know, all my flaws you know understand my mistakes you know and and um you know, I can I can make it better. You know, I can okay, you know, I forgive myself and I know I'm not perfect and I, I'm gonna try again and, yeah. and sometimes I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat the same mistake again, you know. Absolutely. And, as long as I think we have awareness of that and you know, okay, so you know I did again, with what do I need to do to improve that to you know to avoid that suffering again? Yeah. Um and, and understand, you know, we are human beings. We no one born is with the, the manual, no. you know, and no, that's and, right. And it's so hard, you know, we expect from our parents, but when we don't have the parents, who's going to give us this information, this manual? And, and it's yeah. super hard, you know, we all trying... Trying you know, to figure this stuff out, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's hard, right? So, but at the same time, I believe we are living in such a precious time now when, you know, having this type of conversation became... Way, you know, it's becoming way more um natural it is and and accepted right yeah yeah and I think, um, and I think this is—it's the beginning of the transformation because we can talk now. Yeah. We can bring more. Bring it into the light, sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And so people can understand me. we are all, you know, full of mistakes. You know, we are—you are you're a combination of all that. Yeah. That's all good. I think uh, if we accept that, I think we're gonna be able to love ourselves more. Uh, love it. That's, love it. Yeah. That's, that's self compassion, like, right? Self compassion. Yeah. yeah exactly. And
1: it's um, as, as you were talking there. So you, you're talking about so jujitsu. Yeah. Mm, but and that, so, it's, yeah and so so that so really that's a, a microcosm of of what i what i'm seeing there that that's an expression of life within that right mm. it's like so you know you, you don't do a move as good as you can you go you, you kind of like get back on and you, and you try and do it again mm. better
0: it's a full of improvisation as well you know i always say to you know so when i teach a class you know so i try to teach a technique you know so i kind of you know we show step one yeah. step two step three step four but my friend but when you're in the real situation there are no such a thing you're gonna you're gonna To to be able to improvise with that, you know, and sometimes the number four is not going to be there. The Number three, it's gonna be super hard to achieve, you know. <laughs> but you know, if, if you have just the number one, my friend, play with this card, you know, make the best as you can, improvise with that. You know? yeah. and I think if we become too light rigid, life.
1: It, it's like life, yeah, improvise. go with the universe, yeah, whatever's yeah. presented in front of you, surrender to that, yeah, go with that. I won't, I'm gonna put my um, my marketing manager, Lauren, I'm gonna embarrass her by saying, so, so <laughs> she's just started Jiu Jitsu.
0: Oh really? She's that's good. awesome. She's a white belt. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> 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 all right So if you're in Wellington, please come to visit us at Combat Rome, so we can, you know, train, train together. I'm
1: totally embarrassed <laughs> <now, so.
0: laughs> at Yeah, you know, but I, I think I think it's that you know, Ben. I think that's the um, I think that's the, the progress, you know, for for us to be able to accept mm. a, a little bit more our uh, limitations, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, and and
0: uh, yeah. Is, is so true mm. so true it's <laughs> <That's> good <laughs> good so, ben, can, can you can you please tell a little bit me and what's so powerful so uh, when you talk about um, it's something I love that uh, because we can see in so many different uh, um, uh, scenarios as well the effect of you know in seven in seven years all our cells yeah replicating turning rep- over yeah yeah so we have this opportunity to mm-hmm. pretty much recreate
1: ourselves so yeah yeah so for those people who aren't really familiar with it there's, there's a, a hypothesis theory that that yeah our bodies turn over every seven years oh. and and i mean it depends on where the cells are in your body so uh actually the epithelial cells in your gut um uh, they, they turn over every four days so the fastest turning over cell in the body. Wow. So every four days you're slotting them off, and so um, all the way through to when you look at your sort of the 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 the, the femur and the bone in your thigh here, um, you, you're sort of probably looking more like it every three to four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so and so there's this cellular turnover. So I, I love that concept. I love the concept that you in you know in seven years' time you've got an opportunity to be a new you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, I yes. just, we got an opportunity to build a brand new you every seven years. And then you got like you know, for me it's like, well, what are you building a new you out of? And and so you need the right raw materials to build the new you and, and so obviously it's providing those 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 nutrients um to 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 have optimal uh gene expression, genetic mm-hmm. expression, to have the best version of you as possible. And and I mean I'm a I'm a big believer that um you know, like longevity is going to hockey stick. So, like you know, at the moment we, we we've seen you know obviously in the last fifty years a dramatic increase in 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 um, how long we're living, and you know that's I think we've only we're only at the bottom of the hockey stick, and that, that thing's going to go up. And like so, for me, um, I I honestly think one hundred and fifty is is you know so I'm forty six, nearly forty seven. So I'm about a third of the way through right now. I honestly think one hundred and fifty is is probably right now. Very, very achievable, and and I think that potentially, um, you know, potentially you, there's a lot more potential to go further, um, and well, yeah, and so not, not only from nutrition, but a lot of that's going to come from from medicine, uh, and you know, whether that's stem cells and some different ways. So, um, the key is just to to try and stay as healthy as possible. But yeah, I mean, it's all, all well and good me talking about living a long time. But you want to enjoy your life, right? Yeah, you want to enjoy life. So that's that's where you know your experience of life, and so for me, that's where it all comes together. Because it's not only about um because you know if you if uh, you know if you said ben that's it you gotta you know you're gonna live to 150 but you're just gonna eat beef liver and kale for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> you know after when i hit 75 i'll be like you know what i just can't face another piece of <laughs> kale salad um you know right and so you yeah, got to yeah. enjoy life so it's you gotta you get, get that balance mm-hmm. get that balance yeah yeah that's amazing. So Ben,
0: what 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 are the supplements you take daily? Holy <laughs> oh, <my> cow. <laughs> You're
1: throwing me under the bus there. Um I take a lot. Uh. Okay, I take a lot. Um and I, I'm gonna give people a perspective over why I take a lot. All right, because it's not just I random. I love that. Uh. <laughs> it's not random. So uh-huh. um so over the years, I've done, I don't, too much these days, I'm pretty relaxed. I've kind of got my system that, that I know how it works. I know how it runs. So I'm going to cough again. <laughs> and, um, and so um, I, I don't do too much fine tuning now. But I, I've probably, um, I've done some of the most comprehensive testing that you can do on the human body, on myself, mm. for fun. I don't fish um so you know uh, that's my hobby that, that has been my hobby in the past and, and so um for example i've had my urine um and analyzed to the degree that are looking at over 200 metabolites in my urine and then from those metabolites you can see um, how efficient your um, biochemical pathways are working Wow. And then you can see at what cofactors those biochemical pathways need to work optimally, and you can give those to your body mm-hmm. to get optimal um, expression of 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 how you not not really your genes so it's almost like um not, not really epigenetics, but but basically to give optimal expression of that biochemical pathway on a daily level. Mm. So, so I've kind of done that testing. I've done the most advanced kind of hormone testing that you can do. I've had my full genome mapped and, and tested. Wow. I've done the, some of the most advanced biome and microbiome testing that you can do and regular, so um and obviously blood work as well and so so what i take is based on all of that so it's based on my genetics it's based on the expression of my genes it's based on having um optimal expression of my biochemical pathways so i take a lot of supplements so i probably take uh maybe like 70 capsules a day wow um and so close to 30 are you you? (laughs) yeah and so i um with yeah, I so I, I have them down in my bag actually. Uh. Uh, um, not I put them in cap. you know, uh-huh. put them in pill holders because yeah, otherwise it's yeah. a problem. Uh, and so I, I take a lot of B. I take a lot of BPO one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the maximum legal dose we can give people is five. But um, because I I, I'm, I live a very full life and I want to live a full life, five's not enough for me, I actually take 10. Okay. Uh, I then take... Um, so, sorry, what's inside of the BP-1? BP-1's a, a multivitamin and a mineral supplement. So it's got all the nutrients, theoretically, that we need oh. um, in in one bottle. Right. Um, and when I oh, that's a big statement theory, really. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you, let me back up there. Minerals and vitamins, Yeah, yeah okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so it's kind of like got all the things Things we know about that are essential that we need, mm-hmm. uh, but but you know, we we struggle to get those from our diet. I mean, I mean it doesn't have the amino acids and the fatty acids, right? And things like that. So, just uh, got carried away, excited. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot, of, it's over 50 ingredients, so it's got a yeah. lot of stuff in it. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, um, uh, and so then I and then I take, yeah, i because of my genetics, I take a very special form of B9 and I take a lot of it. Because mm. of my genetics, I take a very special form of B12 and a lot of it. Um, because I, I, I picked up toxoblasmosis, which is a, a really nasty parasite, a couple of years back. Mm. And so I, I, I take huge amounts of zinc. I, 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 mm. So I have to keep my immune system on top of the parasite. Right. So I take um, a, a huge amount of zinc. So I maybe mm. take one, two, three, four, five, six 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 capsules of zinc wow. some of them are my m- bpo brand some of them are not bpo brand for, for, for technical reasons mm-hmm. um then i take things for um for coiden for, for stem cell release mm-hmm. so um like what um so yeah it's called for coiden mm-hmm. uh for coiden um and so
0: i didn't i don't know this one th- uh, f-o-i
1: oh, i can't spell it c-o-i-d-e-n wow. that's not how you spell it uh, um oh, we're gonna find it we put a link on the yeah the put a link so yeah, i take yeah, yeah, yeah. for coidin for stem cell re- for stem cell release um you know, things like turmeric obviously things like I, I take extra support for my adrenal glands to, to enable me to continue to make enough cortisol to be able to live the way that i want to live mm. um i take uh things to to extra things a lot of, quite a lot for my liver uh, to keep my liver detoxifying the whole whole time mm. um so the, those are things like uh dim is one of them berberine's another one of them milk thistle was another one of them uh i, I take curcumin uh for anti-inflammatory mm. uh, aspects um a lot of fish oil i take um a lot of fish oil so uh BPO 3 I think I see you have BPA3 downstairs The fish oil? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I so I take know. four capsules of that yeah. a day.
0: I do take as a zone. Yeah. yeah,
1: nice. Which is, you know, that's, that's equivalent to a, if you went and bought a regular fish oil, that would be the equivalent to like um, uh, 60. Yeah, it's kind of like you're getting up there, 20, 30 capsules of regular fish oil mm. a day. Uh, and so it's quite a lot. So it's really anti-inflammatory. Right. Um, so, yeah. And so the goal of that is literally for me to be able to live my life however I want. Like if I want to get up at four thirty and go do like that, like I can. And if I want to work 80, 90 hours, I can. And if uh, so, and if I, you know, I, if I want to go for a safari surf for five hours, I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, it's so it's so amazing to be able to say that. You know? It's it's such an empowering feeling, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, of course. I'm, I guess I'm just used to it now. Like, yeah, I, that's, yeah. but it's important. Yeah, you know, to yeah, it is. My, work hard for that. Yeah, know? it's yeah. my experience of life. And um, I'm transitioning at the moment. I'm transitioning from um, being motivated and whipping myself from not being enough. So mm-hmm. for my whole life I've felt not enough, and so I've just had to do more to to feel okay. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't, that's why I was you know workaholic. Mm-hmm. And so if I didn't work, a, if I didn't work sixty plus hours, I, I felt like I was lazy. And mm-hmm. so uh, and and so, uh, but I'm transitioning from that um, to now. Uh, I feel like I'm okay, like I'm enough mm-hmm. most of the time, which is, which yeah, is a yeah. big breakthrough for me. Mm-hmm. And uh but I'm transitioning now to being motivated by contribution. Mm. And so like so so rather than working because it makes me feel good, I'm I'm looking at working um to contribute to others. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm still in that transition period. So it's kind of like mm-hmm. um so I don't know why I'm telling you that, but anyway. Yeah, you know,
0: but that's know it. yeah, that's amazing because I think that's the you know, the beginning of any transformation you know, to have um, knowledge and more awareness of what do you eat in and you know, yeah in this this whole process. It's so important. It's the beginning of the yeah the transformation. Right? It is
1: and and I'll say to people that um, I've been on this a long time. I'm type A, I'm anal, mm. I'm on probably a number of spectrums of mental health, um, <laughs> like we all are. Yeah, of uh, course, and, yeah. And, and And so, th- please, you, they don't have to be like that. Mm-hmm. All right, it's fine to be you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you don't have to eat perfectly and you don't have to take a lot of supplements. I mean, wh- what I recommend is is just, you know, eat a whole food diet, eat right to stabilize your blood sugar levels, uh, and then I t- I'd recommend to everybody they take a high-quality multivitamin, as best they can afford, and a high-quality fish oil, best they can afford. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, okay, that's awesome. That's, mm-hmm. f- for most people, if they just did that, their experience of life would dramatically improve. Wow. And the research amazing. actually shows that. The mm-hmm. research actually shows around mental health, that taking you know a, a, a high-quality multivitamin dramatically improves mental health. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. So Ben, it's so interesting to hear as well. you Know from outside,
0: you know, see you achieving constantly. You know, a man in a mission, or you know, doing yeah, yeah. so many things. And how's that possible? You know, your mind keeps telling you you're not good enough. Uh, how?
2: How's?
1: Yeah. Man, it's this conflict, right? Yeah. How's that possible? Yeah. It. It. Well, it, that's what drives. That's what has driven me. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and and so the last year or so, um, it's it's not driven me as as much, but um, and I'm okay in my skin. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay. Just, um, being 98 kilos. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like, you know, ideally I'd like to be 92. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, you know, like, and, and so, but I'm, I'm okay right now with, yeah, with yeah. that. And so, um, yeah. So from the outside people kind of go like for me, if I, if I look at anyone who's incredibly successful, mm. I, I now know, well, I believe that there's something behind their success that's driving it. And it's usually some kind of whip on themselves. Oh, man, so true. Yeah. I, it's usually I, like, like, and yeah, so the, the more successful 100%. they are, or, yeah. the more they're covering up for something.
0: Mm. <laughs> So
1: true. And, and, and so for me... and yeah, That's so powerful. Yeah, uh, please yeah. Keep, keep Yeah, going. So, so for me, I, I had this huge not enough. It was insatiable. It didn't matter. Mm. Like if I, as a golfer, I remember like shooting 69 on really hard golf courses in the US and I'd, I'd just go straight back to that one shot that I, I didn't hit how I wanted that went in the bunker and I'd go to the range and I'd hit golf balls for two hours till it was dark, hitting that one shot perfectly. Wow. And, mm. and so that's how I got really good at golf. Mm-hmm. which is really good at getting good at golf, but doesn't really give you any peace in life. Yeah. <laughs> <That's so laughs> like, you know, and so, I mean, I remember going back uh, when I really started getting into this journey of, of uncovering and looking at what was driving my motivation, which was all intrinsic for me. It came from internal for me. Mm. You know, like I, I did these things to feel better. And if I worked, if I, if I worked hard for 12 hours, 14 hours in a day, I, I could act, sit back at the end of the day and go, I feel okay. Never felt great, but I feel okay. Mm-hmm. But then I'd wake up the next morning, be empty again, and I'd have to do it again to feel okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, um, and so about 10 years ago, I, I kind of got that. And, and I mean, I, I, you know, I remember when my daughter was like one or two, my eldest, she's now 12. And I was be, I'd be rocking her in the swing and it was like two o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. And I'd already just been working the whole time. And it'd be two o'clock on the afternoon, and and I'd be going. I'd remember thinking, okay, just another ten more minutes, and then I'm going to go back to work because <laughs> I felt guilty. Mm-hmm. All right, <clears throat> and so and so that's that's what's driving that. So yes, it's it's been incredible, and and we've been able to create. Um, I've spoken to a lot of people, and I've I've influenced a lot of people, but there's been an impact on me, and an impact on my family, and mm-hmm. and and um, and so, but it's cool because I've got this. Uh, but but that's yeah, that's not what I want. For me, for the rest of my life, and so fortunately, I've been able to, like I say, be okay with me now, and and now transitioning into finding motivation through contribution as oh. opposed to something to make me feel better. Uh-huh. And and I mean, this is you know this has been a lifetime journey for me, and 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 that is you know I think that's true for everybody. Like like we, it's much easier to, to cover it up than to lean into the pain. Like it's much easier to you know it's friday night in wellington it's going to be carnage um right and Mm -hmm. and so people that's escapism right it's much easier to go escape than it is to to lean into and deal with what's actually there and Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong i escape too i'll put you know i'll put on netflix Mm -hmm. yeah i want to just escape it's Mm -hmm. like i've had enough let me escape into that world and so um so i'm just trying to be kind of here now more Mm -hmm. and and lean into what feels uncomfortable yeah. and, uh, and the, like that racehorse and then give the racehorse what it needs as mm. opposed, as opposed to uh, kind of whipping it more. Yeah. So I don't know what that means for me in the future. Um, I don't, I don't know. It's um, we'll see. I'll see you next mm. week. I'll have a different answer. Yeah. <laughs> how about That's you? Awesome. Do you, how you? I mean, like, you know, you, you. I get the feeling you're, you're fairly masterful at what you do. Mm. Um, and and i get that feeling because uh, and i and i said to you guys beforehand it, it takes a very powerful person to be as soft as you are I <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> and and so um you, so you're obviously masterful in that area of, of life so you know how about you, you see these things driving you too
0: or what yes no I can you know everything was you're saying now I can see totally on, on myself as well and even on the beginning saying about you know that graph about hard work you know yeah so this week, uh, uh, and it, for me, it was really unusual. So I, I took, uh, you know, a few days off, uh, you know, not going to, you nice. know, to take the class. Yeah. And for me, this, you know, never happens because I'm constantly... <coughs> with How did you feel taking thing. a few
1: days off? Did you feel guilty or did you feel okay?
0: Oh, man, I think, yeah, in the beginning, yes, a little bit, you know, but um, yeah, but I think it was necessary, you know, it was so important. And I think even to revisit my passion as well mm. for what I do and... Because I think if you're too emerge on on, on that and yeah. constantly, you, you you start losing sight about what's important, Indeed. what what's my reasons of doing that. So I think uh, take a step back, and for oh, the 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 benefits are are incredible, the, and and are so many as well. Mm-hmm. So it's the ability to be able to see more clear wh- what's what's your needs and what you're doing, yeah, and why you're doing that. I think it's super important not to. Constantly, why am I doing that? And um, absolutely. And and also, I think even for the body as well. You know what I do is very physical, so. A little bit of a break gives
1: that the recovery time, yeah, knocks <laughs> down the inflammation,
0: yes, yeah, and, and it's something we neglect quite a lot, you know, yeah. because it's constantly, you know, doing, doing, doing. Yeah. Do
1: you guys do much breathing, like Wim Hof stuff and stuff like that? Oh, I, I try, I try to,
0: um, yeah, I try to, at the end of the class, you know, do a little bit, oh, of yeah. breathing, nice. yeah. and I constantly, if you, if in my class, I'm constantly, guys, take a deep breath to your nose, uh, you know, constantly reminded, right? Nice. You know, I even send a text to my. Students on the middle of the day,
1: nothing, it's nothing.
0: Hey, remind yourself of taking a deep breath, you know, take a little pause, you know, drink some water, you know, doing those those things, you know, because you yeah. go through during the day. And and the funniest thing is the distraction became the phone. So you think time off, it's going to your phone. And when yeah. I talk about time off, you know, it's time off, it's time off, it's being present to mm-hmm. be able to. Um, see something with the, the the eyes of a beginner you know, of if you're Beautiful. seeing that thing for the first time uh, i think something changed my life a lot when i read something about uh, you know we we see things on the child as a child and and after that everything becomes a memory mm-hmm. so you know so we see things with that curiosity when we are a child and after we forget about that and in everything else become a, it's just a memory of that you know and i why not we can create those those things right now you know and by being
1: present and, yeah and presence is super I, important well it is and it's such a good feeling isn't it mm-hmm. and um for me i think i i, I kind of think most of the joy in the world is is from being present yeah. so like you like, like for you when you're on the mat I, I, you have to be present, otherwise mm-hmm. you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like for me, I like surfing, and 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 I don't surf huge waves, but I surf big enough waves that you know double overhead. Mm-hmm. Um, that you you have to be present. You know, otherwise you're going to get hurt. Yeah. And, and 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 you know, and and, and it's like you're know, playing a musical instrument. You have to be present. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, I think the the presence is actually and being present to what is is actually what 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 is. That there's the joy in the world. Yeah, and and so once you actually know that, just trying, just I say trying to be present. No, just being present. Yeah, <laughs> don't try. <laughs> just yeah, be. yeah. Uh, just being present it actually brings a lot more joy. And the interesting thing about that, it, it dramatically decreases your stress. Mm. And so uh, and so we know that most of our stress comes from our mental emotional stress comes from either being in the past or being in the future. Mm. And so, and so by being more present, it actually decreases your stress, which decreases the, your physiological load on your body, mm-hmm. which makes you healthier. Yeah.
0: <laughs> even, even research is showing, showing as well, if you're, if you're happy, your brain operates 31%, I think, you know, in, yeah. in, in a better... I just saw rate, some research
1: yeah. around um, happiness and inflammation. Mm. And, it, and it controls the immune system hmm yeah amazing yeah it, it's it's and so that's for me why you know i've, I've you know i'm really in uh, i guess for i don't know how many years my gosh 25 plus years i was very much looking also not only nutrition but also the mind mm-hmm. how does the mind um control the physiology because whatever like i said whatever lighting up in your mind your your pituitary gland is responding to that through the hypothalamus and telling your body hormonally you know, what you need f- to survive over the next few seconds. Mm-hmm. So controlling this controls your physiology. Yeah. And Wim Hof shows that, you know, he's, they've done yeah. studies where they, you know, that he's you know injected him with an endotoxin and, and his immune response doesn't respond to it because he, he's like, he can control his immune response. He's basically saying, no, calm down. It's okay. Chill mm-hmm. out. You don't have to worry about it yeah yeah it's
0: pretty cool so interesting so Ben what's what's your yeah. on your studies now with with mental
1: health you know what, yeah. what,
0: what have you discovered or just confirmed what yeah. your yeah your I, I can talk about it. I'm not allowed to uh, talk about
1: that results yet because they haven't okay, been published okay. and yeah, yeah. so um, otherwise I'll get a slap on the wrist from Julia okay. sorry Julia yeah. <laughs> um, and so Uh, Yeah, so about what I'm studying, I'm studying um, zinc and B6. I'm I'm looking at a urine molecule metabolite that theoretically binds zinc and B6. So people who have more of this molecule, they lose more zinc and B6 through their urine, Mm. uh, leaving them low in zinc and B6. And zinc and B6 are very, very important for mental health. That's already well established. And so what we're doing, we are treating Moderate to severe anxiety with high dose um, zinc and B6, and we're using this urine metabolite molecule as a treatment predictor. So, people who have more of this molecule should go better with the zinc and B6. Mm-hmm. And um, can't tell you the results at the moment, but it's super exciting. It's mm-hmm. like we're, we're, we're definitely seeing stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really, really, it's, you know, and I guess, you know, the goal for me would be that in three years' time, um, you know, you, you go into, you, the, anxiety treatments currently from a medication perspective aren't perfect you know a lot of, they don't a lot of people don't respond well to them there's some side effects um and and some people don't want to take medications they want uh-huh. to take natural substances and so you know i i guess you know already we have um some gps in the country um, prescribing zinc and can be six um for anxiety i mean it's very but but theoretically um it'll be three, you know, in three years time, it may be a treatment and we, and we don't know yet. Right. Uh-huh. We, just, we got, that's why we're doing the research. But, um, but, but yeah, it's, um, it's kind of, kind of cool to think that we could be shaping and helping a lot of people um, through, through just, supplying the nutrients their bodies need to build the neurochemistry to feel good mm-hmm. that's amazing mm. and mean,
0: I, I really like one of your talks as well about uh, you know you explained the idea of the holistic kind of you know work on the prevention you know in the doctors yeah low, you know work on the can you please talk a little bit yeah for me it? i mean
1: I'm, I'm not against medications at all um i like medications save lives um i think you what we have in the modern world is uh, modern medicine is brilliant and acute have car accident best place to be but they don't necessarily do as, do themselves justice for the for the chronic you know like mm-hmm. ibs crohn's and they're not really i don't think they're doing themselves uh, as justice as, as, as you know and so um so for me with medications i see them as, as short term so if somebody, you know, somebody comes in with, with problems, then you know, if, if they've got blood work that's out, I will send them to go see their GP to go, to go get meds because you don't want, say, type 2 diabetes being uncontrolled. It's really damaging to mm-hmm. the body. And so you've got to get it controlled. So the medications for me are to help control the symptomology. Um, but then you've got to go looking for the cause. Mm-hmm. What is the cause of this dysfunction in the body? And I'm, I'm a believer that there, there's a cause for most things. Mm-hmm. I don't think the world is random. I think most people would agree with that. The world is not random. <laughs> and and, and or it appears not to be random, at least. Yeah. And, and so, you know, is, is there a cause? Uh, and so, you know, maybe with type 2 diabetes, maybe the cause is they've been eating too much sugar uh-huh. or too much grains Mm -hmm. which turn to sugar faster than sugar in your body (laughs) and 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 so um or maybe they haven't got enough vitamin d because vitamin d actually controls your ability to make insulin and insulin sensitivity Mm -hmm. and so you you can then start looking at some some of these causes and and um see if you can lower their blood sugar levels by diet and if you can and and they get um you know back within a healthy range well then you can refer them back to their gp to reassess their medication mm-hmm. and so that's that's how i look you know look at men in the same deal with thyroid thyroid medication and stuff like that so you know for me medications absolutely have their role and, and some people you know definitely do need medication and they may need them long term for what genetic reasons or because of cellular damage but um you know always sort of looking at trying to look at what is the cause of it, what is the underlying causal aspect of this issue. And, and often it is um, physiological, you know, often it's coming from the gut, like you mentioned, you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, the gut is a, such a huge player um, for mental health and inflammation, um, and, but, but it could also be coming from trauma, mm-hmm. emotional trauma, um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so you know, I I see we see a lot of people. We actually know research now shows that that with IBS, uh, irritable bowel syndrome, yes, it can be caused by pathogenic bacteria in the gut. But you know what? Stress will also cause IBS. Mm. Research is very very clear. Stress causes IBS. Well, what's you know stress? Well, that could be trauma. You know, it could be like. um, She was just talking to one of my clinicians today, and so she's got a um, a client who has. Crohn's, which is a, a very severe um, autoimmune bowel condition, and um, you look at when it started, it, it she lost her daughter, and literally mm-hmm. within a matter of weeks of losing a daughter, um, she started getting all the symptomology associated with with, with Crohn's, mm-hmm. uh, and so um, yeah, it looks like you know stress was a large part for her, um, and and dealing with that trauma, and so you know we'll refer her out to psychologists mm-hmm. and uh, to help her deal and work through that, and then we'll also look at. Um, her gut and the microbiome, and look at reestablishing that, and look at the the foods that we can do to help um, reduce that inflammatory picture right now, and, and we'll see how she goes. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's awesome.
0: So Ben, which um, for now at, at the moment you have this massive discussion about. If- plant, plant food-based sure. diet you know <coughs> yeah. all, all that what yeah. what's your views on that and what what type of um, yeah. supplements do you recommend for someone who is going for this plant-based because, diet yeah. yeah yeah because they're gonna they're gonna miss some some things absolutely right? absolutely
1: oh. yeah so whenever you cut anything out of your diet it, well even if you're eating a really good diet you're still not going to get everything you need Okay, and,
0: and that's uh, and that's a fact. Uh, yeah. because
1: you, you because the, the nutrients aren't in the soil. We're not eating in season. Uh, the, the foods are getting shipped; they're not fresh. All right, uh, and, and so there's a lot of factors: increased stress, increased requirement. And so, um, even if you're eating a good diet, I, I would challenge you, like you, unless you're eating beef liver every day, sardines every day seaweed every day and Brazil nuts every day on top of your quinoa salad and your chicken drumsticks and all that jazz, you're not going to be getting everything you need. Mm. All right. and, and so, uh, and I know that because I've just done enough nutrition analysis of people's diets to know what you've got to eat to get what you need.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and so that's just the minimums, by the way, that's the RDA, the minimum we need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, so with plant-based, so as soon as you cut out any, anything, you, you, it becomes exponentially harder to get what you need from your diet. So obviously if, you, if you're fully plant-based, you're going to be um, you know, b 12 it's going to be you know, B twelve, zinc, and iron are going to be uh, y- your main your main problems. So mm-hmm. you, you're going to have to supplement them and at higher levels. Mm-hmm. Right? and so um, yeah, that's that's kind of kind of kind of like a given. So for me, I am a big believer that in this genetic uh, spectrum. So let's let's go back and talk about we are the ultimate predator on the planet. Mm. All right, we are the ultimate predator. So we have the the digestive capacity regarding hydrochloric acid of a mountain lion. So theoretically, we can eat raw meat. All right, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Um, most people's systems aren't working well enough to do that, so I wouldn't recommend it, but we could mm, do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yet we have the digestive length, the breakdown plant fibers. So we're the ultimate hunting machine. Mm-hmm. We can go along, we can eat plants, we can eat berries, we can eat animals. So, like, that's the full spectrum. That's just Mm. that's just when you look at the physiology. And I I know people plant people say, oh, well," but we wouldn't have hydrochloric acid that gets down to a pH of one point five if we weren't eating animal proteins. So, evolutionary, we've come from eating animal proteins um, as well. Uh, And so, but then you, so that's the first thing. So, we're we this broad spectrum of foods we can eat. Um, and then you look at your genetics, where do you come from? So we know that, say, like the Inuit, getting 80% of their calories from fats and proteins, they're eating seals and whales, primarily fat, seals and whales, very, very healthy on their native culture. Some, some tribes of Native American Indians were getting 80, 80% of their calories from buffalo, red meat. Mm. okay because they were just following the buffalo around and that's what they lived off the buffalo they Mm. were nomadic up and down through the midwest of the u.s and again very very healthy so these people genetically do after doing that for hundreds of years if not thousands of years their epigenetic expression is now that they go really well on fats and proteins Mm. so these are people who go really well on a ketogenic diet all right. So I did a study uh, or 12 years ago where we, 10, 12 years ago where we took a group of 28 Maori who genetically are fairly high-fat, high-protein diet traditionally. So I did my master's thesis on, on Maori diet. And, and, and what we were able to show that we were able to reverse the parameters of type 2 diabetes in 10 weeks using diet alone hmm. by moving them back to their evolutionary diet. Mm-hmm. no rock it's not rocket science you know we took away four liters of coke a day mm-hmm. uh, and and gave them some boil up uh, um. and you know their health improved wow yeah. crazy isn't <laughs> it who would have thought um <laughs> you know and so uh and so anyway so uh, and then on the other end of the continuum you've got vegetarian type cultures where where um Like like Asian cultures where they have a lot of rice Mm -hmm. and white rice. And yet when they eat white rice, uh, their microbiome is adapted to that white rice. Their genetics have adapted to that white rice that they don't get high blood sugar levels from eating white rice. Mm -hmm. In fact, when they eat white rice, their blood sugar levels are stable and they feel full for a long time whereas genetically if you so give famous. me white rice my blood mm. sugar levels are going to spike at 8.5 and I'm going to be starving an hour later after eating $20 worth of sushi because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my blood sugar levels have gone up yeah, I've yeah. got uh, uh, high blood sugar levels are dangerous so your body releases insulin to drive that sugar into your cells mm. okay so then if I'm not exercising gets driven into fat cells I then get low blood sugar levels I'm tired and hungry mm-hmm. uh, and so I go eat and so you know so, so it's about stabilizing blood sugar levels so I have no problem with people being plant based I would I would love to be able to eat plant based Mm. it would be easy it's much easier Mm -hmm. just chuck some things in a blender smoothie drink that and then four hours later do that again wow how like how easy would it be to eat Mm, the trouble is when I do that my blood sugar levels go up they then crash I'm starving hungry I'm grumpy I put on body fat
2: Mm. Uh,
1: a colleague of mine who owns um, a company that's one of the largest supplement manufacturers in Australasia for practitioners um, he was doing a sort of a, a juicing detox and and after a week he called me he's like I've been juicing detox for a week but I've put on two kilos what's going on and I'm like well you just you're having too many carbs
0: Mm, so interesting just unstable
1: yeah. blood sugar levels you just you're like going like this the whole time we want stable blood so for me i, I go much better on animal proteins
2: mm-hmm. i
1: go much and and so don't get me wrong i love carbs mm-hmm. uh, but if i eat carbs i just i only got i only got a smell of muffin and i put on weight um <laughs> i'm very carbohydrate sensitive uh-huh. and that's most likely genetic and microbiome related Mm. okay so yeah i'm from northern european and so you know it should go well on fish and 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 these kind of foods Mm. so for me um it's about helping people eat the right foods for them so how do you do that what's that look like well you eat whole natural foods that make you stay full the longest Mm. so interesting listen to your body so if you have porridge and you're full to one o'clock Great, eat porridge for breakfast. Uh-huh. My wife, she's on the carbohydrate side. She can, she goes really well on carbs. She can eat porridge for breakfast, and she's full to one o'clock.
2: Uh-huh. I could
1: have a mixing bowl of porridge at seven thirty, and by nine o'clock, I am starving. Mm. I like, I'm starving. My body just go. Whoo- and now i'm hungry yeah <laughs> and so and so it's it's it, for me it's about eating in in eating right foods and then it's also you know if you're looking at, at sports i definitely think uh, there's some pathways like mTOR pathway whether these cellular signaling for rebuilding mm-hmm. that, that are dependent on specific levels of amino acids proteins mm. and so you, it may be difficult to to trigger these just from plant proteins. So if you're really trying to get that fast recovery, muscle growth, rebuilding response within the body from a physiological aspect, it may be difficult to do that from, um, from just plant proteins. Mm-hmm. However, I'm a huge fan of hemp and hemp mm-hmm. protein. Hemp protein is coming down dramatically in price and so um, it, it's going to become easier to, to, um, to get this right balance <laughs> through having plant proteins going forward. So yeah, I think it's I think it's wonderful that everyone's looking at all of this. Um so I'm not a vegan or vegetarian. I, I actually uh-huh. um I I should eat eat high levels of fat and protein, uh, but I haven't been and hence I'm six kilos heavier than I wanna be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's fine. That's life, and you know. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's so,
0: so been any crazy diet and <clears throat> kind of you heard off? You said, "Holy, I, this is getting true." Because eating it, it uh, it's very emotional, you know, for m- yeah most of us, you know, and yeah. So you know, some- yeah,
1: yeah. I, there's one mm. really, really crazy diet yeah. that when you stop and think about it, is it, it's, it's mind blowing. Mm. Which it, one? It's called the Western diet. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> seriously, stop and think about this. Like it's it's so <laughs> under our nose that we don't even see it, and it's yeah. it's so common that we just think it's normal. Mm. But you know, like we've got a breakfast aisle in the supermarket. Stop and think about that for a second. A breakfast aisle. Mm. who was ever eating that for breakfast oh yeah other than the rolled oats you come around the corner bottom left the rest of the aisle (laughs) didn't exist it's chemical nutrition yeah yeah i mean it's not that bad it's not as you know it's not but that's essentially what it is Mm -hmm. it's you know some of it's chemical nutrition Uh um it's yeah and so honestly that is the most extreme crazy diet so like for me That's just nuts. (laughs) It's just nuts. I love that. (laughs) I mean, people talk about you know extreme diets of just eating potatoes. Well, at least they're eating a vegetable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And so, like for me, the 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 craziest, most extreme diet is the Western diet. Mm, I love that. Yeah, I
0: mean, that's that's awesome. So, Ben, if you, if you could come back, uh, you know, from on um, you're 16 years old when you had the accident. Sure. Ever, you could give advice to yourself. Wow. What, what advice would you give to yourself
1: back then? Wow. Holy. Um, uh, I would probably just go to India. I'd say go to uh, India. Ah, yeah? Why is that? Um, because... Uh, it's it's very, I think as you get older, um, it's it's challenging to uh, start discovering aspects of yourself as you get older, mm-hmm. um, like, like a midlife crisis. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you start disca- discovering and, and questioning meaning in life and these kind of questions. And I think if you could get that done when you're 16, 17, 18, your life then would be so much more powerful. Mm, yeah. Okay if you if you could actually get to know yourself at at 18 mm. know who you are and be okay with that then i think whatever you did with your life from then would be beautiful and it would be an expression of contribution mm. and so for me i just i that's i guess i i feel i'm getting to that point in my life now and i just wish i'd got there like Twenty something, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. nearly thirty years ago. So uh, yeah, I, I would have, and I, I and I say go to India. I've never even been to India, so I don't know mm-hmm. what's in India. Uh, but but people, <laughs> you know, it's something they say go to India, right? Yeah, and, you yeah. know. So what I'm talking about is is you know you have got to try and find yourself, and mm-hmm. and whatever tool that is, and you know maybe you know, obviously this path that I have led has has led me to me, and so I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. But geez, it would be nice if I didn't have to wait 28 years for it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and That's so, uh, and so, yeah. It it would it would have been like go find yourself. Which you know, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. um You know, pe- people people you, you you say that to me. I remember somebody saying that to me. Like, I don't know how many fourteen years ago she was like Ben, you're such a powerful being. You just need to get centered. <laughs> like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> How can I not be centered? Yeah. But but now I get it. I actually get it. Like, I I, I actually get it. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was over there with other people worrying about what other people were thinking. I was over oh. there doing stuff because of other people, like you said. Mm-hmm. I wasn't here just standing in my space going, well, this, this is me and, you know... And you know, I I I have fruit juice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> ice blocks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a clinical nutritionist who eats fruit juice. Yeah, <laughs> and the other song.
0: Yeah, uh, Michio, I love that. <laughs> so ben, um three three most influential books. I know this is such a hard question, but
1: yeah, it is. Um, it is. Uh, I, I can only do them kind of based on now, if that's, that's right. a, if yeah, that's yeah. that's okay. Yeah. So um, the first one would be Michael Singer, the Surrender Experiment, mm. and so for me that's that's really helped me over the last year in my life. Um, so just to uh, the, the the premise of that is just to surrender to what is surrender oh. to what the universe is bringing and, and go with that. Mm-hmm. And that's it's been a, a challenging time for me in my life the last year because we've had a capital raise. We've, we've we're incredibly successful capital raise where we've raised a couple of million dollars for the business to take us to the next level. Mm-hmm. We've got sort of um, 300 customers slash shareholders now who who I want to, have the company be successful for so mm-hmm. it, 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 there's a lot of pressure mm. and um and so you know just being okay with that is 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 is, is and so surrendering to that's how it is is fine and mm-hmm. so that's been useful um silence of the heart by rob robert adams so silence of the heart is is pretty is a book that it's a spiritual text mm-hmm. um by a, an american guy and he uh yeah, I am can I tell a story? Mm. It, I, I yeah, please. Yeah, story, yeah of course. I, so yeah, so yeah. Robert Adams was, um, <clears throat> he was an American guy, and when he was a kid up to the age of about six, um, he used to have a vision of this little bearded guy, talk gibberish to him, sit on the end of his bed and talk gibberish to him since so he was six years old, up to the age of six, and he'd just sit there and just talk gibberish to him. And then he disappeared as he got older. And, um, and then when he was like 15 or 16, he was doing a math exam at school, and he spontaneously became enlightened so he, uh, and so he, he literally got up and left the math exam you know and enlightened you know, what does that mean i don't know that's beyond my mind mm. um but and so he went to uh he decided he wanted to go to india that's mm-hmm. why i said to go to india um and and so he, he and he, he actually um saw um paramahansa yogananda who wrote autobiography of a yogi so a very very uh, famous yogi, and he, and he was like, "I'm not your master. You need to keep going." And anyway, he kept going, and he he, he ended up at Aruncula. And I hope I hope I'm getting this story right. Um, but don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, and so, anyways, he's in Aruncula, and so uh, and there's a market there, and he looks down a side street, and there's this little guy who, when he was six years old, used to sit at the end of bed and talk to him. Mm. And, and it turns out to be Sri Shri, Shri Rama, Ram, can't say his name, Sri Rama Maharshi. Mm. Um, and he goes, I've been waiting for you. Wow, and and so it was his guru, and so he stayed with him the last two years of his life, mm-hmm. and so uh, so Robert Adams is, is is this American guy, and mm-hmm. so he he wrote a book called Silence of the Heart, which is really just some of his teachings, and so for about ten years I would uh I, for, for about ten years I've just I read that book every night for about ten years. Wow, and so I've just been doing yeah. laps. I just reread it. I've read it, yeah, you know, however many mm-hmm. times, but it's the sort of book that you read a paragraph. And the paragraph actually, I don't even read a paragraph. You read a sentence, mm. and the sentence just blows your mind. Mm-hmm. And then you have to sit there and go, and try and comprehend that sentence for until you fall asleep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, that would be um, that would be another another uh, really really great book. And so then the, the third book, third book would be um, probably. I think you're gonna laugh. Mm. is 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 a book. I think it's called Rose, and it's I think it's by Holly Hunter, mm. and it's 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 a, a book that I read to my nine year old and my eight year old. Mm. she's uh, she's about nine now. Uh-huh. But it's it's a it's like I, I think it's Holly Hunter. We may have to check that. Uh-huh. Um, may uh, have to check, that, please. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but but anyway, it's it's a children's book about Venice and magic. And so I read, I, you know, since she was maybe old enough for me to read to her and she's enjoyed these stories. So I I read, I I read, read those books to her. And so for me, they're magical when I pick them up and and we read them together, you know, bedtime. um. So please tell a little bit about the story of this book. Oh yeah. So it's, it's, there's, there's a whole series of them and, and it's basically um, it's based in Venice Mm -hmm. and they have, there's, it's um, certain people in, in the, in, in the city have magic. Mm-hmm. And there's all, and, and it's just a story about like you know an, an orphan who who doesn't know she has magic, and and so she starts working as a maid in a in a house um, that, that the, the uh, who's a famous magician, and so she's just a maid in this famous magician's house. And anyway, so things tra- things transpire that um, it turns out that she's really good at magic, and and she you know she saves the whole house, and she saves um, children start getting adopted by by an evil magician or uh, by a witch. And um, and she she you know she she's able to use her magic to save them and then of course you know he takes her on as a, an apprentice so this is a spoiler alert here um, <laughs> <laughs> block you ears if you're going to read the book um, and so he takes her on as an apprentice and and you know she gets to be taught magic and live in this lovely house mm. so it's you know from rags to riches sort of story and it's just it's just beautiful. Holly Webb. Hollyweb! Hollyweb! Hollyweb, thank you. you. That's awesome. Thank you. you. Yeah, so those are uh, my three top books
0: right now. That's awesome. I love it. So Ben, thank you so much. It has been such a pleasure, such a refreshing have you here, such a powerful human being. But... Super kind, you know, so open. Yeah, well, I feel like Excellent. I know you for for oh, you know, years. I have been
1: looking forward to this. um Like, like I said, when as soon as we organized. You know to come on the show. I, you know, I've been listening to a lot of you. You know, a lot of your podcasts and shows, and and uh, you know, you you might like I said, you, you 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 you're my favorite show right now. It's you and Joe Rogan. That's uh, it. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and so a I think I yeah, yeah, I think uh, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm I'm, so I'm, I'm proud to be one of the early guys on your show because uh, you keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> 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 it will be you
0: and Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, Welcome. and you no. Know, Keep doing what you're doing. It's really, and and again, you know, I'll never take anything put on my body if I don't trust, you know, and and see the work you're doing now, you know, even more. You know a different gonna be you know advocate yeah. for for the brand because you know it's something i believe as Thanks, well, so. man
1: yeah thanks and that, i mean we we just try and make as good a products as we can mm. that's, you like this like for me these are products that i want to take i just want to make as good a products as we possibly can mm-hmm. and so that's that's the premise we come from yeah exactly. um and so yeah thanks for thanks for having me on and it's it's been a real honor and pleasure and thanks and thanks. yeah <laughs> thank you so much ben. all the best
2: <laughs>